Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. As you will have already seen from the title of this episode, today I'm going to be giving you my review of The Queen's Gambit by Walter Tevis. I'm sure you've already seen or at least heard that this was recently turned into a miniseries on Netflix. It was a huge success with record-breaking streaming numbers, and rightly so. I actually watched the show before reading the book, and I loved it so much that when I learned it was a book, I knew I had to read it, and it did not disappoint. In my opinion, this is a classic that should definitely be a part of your personal collection. The story is set in the 60s and follows the life of Beth Harmon, who goes from being an orphan to a chess grandmaster, but isn't without her fair share of struggles. She first learns to play chess at the age of eight from the janitor at the orphanage and is basically an instant prodigy. But this is also when the orphanage is giving all of the children sedatives, which she quickly becomes addicted to. And it's this addiction that follows her into adulthood as a form of stress relief, but also as a means of self-destruction. The entire novel centers around this tension between her potential for greatness as she advances through the chess rankings versus her compulsion to self-sabotage as a means of coping with her troubled childhood. Beth herself is a powerful character. Although she's quiet, she's still aggressive, competitive, and driven while also struggling with addiction as she works towards living up to her fullest potential. And this is rare for a male author to write a female character this way. Even in present day, men rarely do women characters justice, but Tevis did such a great job writing Beth and all of the female characters that it was apparent she must have been based on real women that he was close with and admired. I think I remember reading an article that discussed how Beth is sort of this amalgamation of the strong women in Tevis's life that shaped him as a person, specifically his aunt who actually taught him how to play chess. Additionally, another subtle sign of Tevis's respect and admiration for these women is the fact that he almost never mentions anything about their physical appearances. The most you're told is that Beth has bangs, she puts on a pair of jeans, Jolene's skin is black, etc. But it really doesn't go beyond that, which was such a breath of fresh air. Instead, it's the characters' personalities, their strengths and weaknesses, complexities and struggles that are the focus of the book. And it isn't just Beth who's the sole focus. She's obviously the protagonist, and the story does revolve around her, but it's really all of the women who are the focus of the novel, which includes Beth's stepmother, the headmistress at the orphanage, and her friend from the orphanage, Jolene. And there are male characters in the novel, the janitor, Mr. Scheibel, Benny, her competitor turned mentor, her stepfather, and several others. But they're really the supporting roles, acting almost like mirrors to the women, highlighting their intricacies and complexities. And that alone is already rare coming from a male author, but was even more impactful to me knowing that this book was published in 1983. I don't see many male authors today giving women this sort of integrity and respect. Because Tevis also isn't just putting the women on a pedestal and idealizing them either. Beth battles with addiction, her stepmother has insecurities and her own struggles, and even the headmistress at the orphanage is cold and unlikable. But it's this, 
portraying real women in real ways that made this novel so progressive and enjoyable, and it's also what gave a lot of significance to the story. Something else that added to the sort of progressiveness is Jolene's character. Through some of her dialogue near the end of the book, Tevis openly addresses the racial inequality she had to deal with and how if she had been able to fulfill her potential, she would have gone to Harvard and been featured in Life magazine like Beth was. I won't tell you the path she does end up taking instead because I don't want to give too much away, but I just wanted to make a note of this. Because although in many ways she's still the cliché black side character who aids in Beth's redemption, I really appreciated that Tevis still addresses the hardship she had to endure because of the color of her skin, and that he makes that apparent for readers. This book was also impressive to me considering how succinct of a writer Tevis is. The book is only about 250 pages, so not very long. He manages to tell an impactful coming-of-age story, but in a really straightforward way. It's almost a Hemingway-esque style of writing. But he also manages to write about chess in a way that makes it exciting. He uses a lot of action-based language, describing the matches like war or battle. So just like the Netflix show, you'll be on the edge of your seat while reading this book. And just like the show, you also don't need to know how to play chess to follow along. I'm sure it definitely adds to the story, and I'm sure chess players will be able to get a little bit more out of it. Tevis himself was actually a chess player, which is sort of obvious when you read the book, but you definitely won't be excluded if you don't know anything about chess. After watching the show, I actually listened to an episode of NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast where they talked about the show. And on the podcast, they spoke with a young female chess expert about how accurate the show was, and that was a lot of fun to listen to. So I also recommend checking that out if you're interested. But like I said, the book doesn't exclude you if you don't know anything about chess. I personally think this book will resonate with anyone who's pushed themselves to fulfill their potential. Really anyone who's given something their all to become the best they can be. And it's all these themes that make this book a classic with a big rereadability factor. It's empowering and inspirational with a dynamic and driven protagonist who, through equal parts skill and fierce determination, comes to dominate the traditionally all-male world of chess. And it's a book you can continually revisit time and time again. Which is why I'm going to give this 5 out of 5 stars. I definitely recommend it, especially if you enjoyed the show. And although it does follow the events of the show pretty much exactly, it's still an entertaining read that tells a really meaningful story. If you're a female reader who grew up reading books, you'll probably know what I mean when I say that there are a select few great female literary protagonists who so perfectly encapsulate the female personality and mentality. Characters like Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice, Joe March from Little Women, Hermione Granger from Harry Potter, and so on. They're characters you resonate and identify with. And in my opinion, Beth Harmon is another one to add to that list. She also stands out, though, because she's fierce and unrelenting. But this isn't just a book for female readers. Not at all. It's for anyone who can relate to pushing themselves, working against any limitations or inner struggles to overcome the odds in order to live up to their fullest potential. And it's on that note that I'm going to bring this episode to a close. If you have any additional comments or questions or any books you'd like to see reviews on, feel free to message me on Instagram at BrutallyHonestBooks or send me an email at BrutallyHonestBooks at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. 
Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like the show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books. 